What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating page. My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuned in to the W Podcast, where you can get wisdom and a word with the wheelers. If you're new here, our whole goal is to help you develop a healthy, godly relationship that's fun, that's engaging, that is fruitful, and not just if you're dating right now, but some of y'all, y'all gonna be dating two moms, five moms, a year or two, whatever. But when you do start dating, you'll be like, I got a lot of good information on how to do this right. And it's going to make you better for it. So we're excited for today. We got a great question all about, okay, can I be friends with my ex? About soul ties and emotional connection. Can I keep him as a friend? And you say he just a friend. Hey. So that's going to be good. Stay tuned to that. But first, we got to get into would you rather question. Y'all know we like doing these. So I'm going to jump right into it. The question is this. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right, let's go. Would you rather get 50K today, 50K right right now in your hand? Cash out. <laughs> or would you rather have 500K in 20 years? So you don't get 50K today, but in 20 years, somebody will come up to you and give you 50K at that point. What's, what's your answer? I'm going first. Yeah, go first. Um, I feel you can have both. If you get to 50K today... Let's stop. Whoa, no, 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 no. This is would you rather. Years, this you is not would you both. Which one? That's my answer. If What's I get to 50K now, I can invest it. And then in five, in 20 years, I can have 500K. You hope so. What if you're not I think in this you? life, it's, a it's not guaranteed I would get the 20K, the 500K Yes, it is. Because that's, <laughs> that's how would you rather works. <laughs> what, if you get hit, what, if you, what if you get hit by a car? Oh, Live Lord. for today. Anyway... I would say 50K today as well, and I would go right and pay off all this student loan debt that we got, even though that wouldn't even cover. Right, would cover it all. <laughs> it would God. not cover all of it, praise God. Uh, and then I would call up President Biden and be like, my man, what's up with that 50K student loan? You know, forgiveness. What's going on? Elimination, cancellation. Y'all not praying hard enough. Y'all, saints, y'all supposed 20, to... Be, tw it's 2021. Y'all need to start praying. Year. I know some of y'all got debt. Come on now. But it's, it's going to be crazy. Sometimes someone's going to be watching this in the future, and that whole issue will either will be resolved. Either he decided to do it or not, or it got passed. They're going to be watching didn't. like, he ain't do it. <laughs> or maybe he did, and then it'll be so funny. Tell us what you think uh, in the comments. We'd love to hear. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, give us a comment. That all helps YouTube know, Apple Podcasts know, Spotify know that, oh, people like this content. And then more people can get it. And that way, more people can get this information, the same content that y'all getting. So, without further ado, let's get into this question. What, what is it? Okay, so today's question of the day. Um, and if you guys don't know, again, if you're new, you can always submit your own question of the day. Yes. Um, the link in our bio or down in the description, however you're listening or watching. Uh, we love answering your questions and helping you guys with your relationship uh, or situationships mm. <laughs> um, any way that we can. Okay, so today's question of the day is um, anonymous as always, but it reads... How do you break an emotional connection, tie, bond, intimacy that you have with an ex? And how detrimental is it to your healing to have him around as a friend even after y'all broke up? 
She said how detrimental. I feel like you know it's bad. Yeah, just off, she just said off the, how bad. Just off the strength that she said detrimental. That's not a word you use. It's not even, the question wasn't even, is it detrimental? It's how <laughs> detrimental. I feel like you know the answer to this question, but we're going to still answer it. Because uh, there's some people that, I, you're not the only one. You are not alone. That's probably why I've been singing that. I've been singing that Kirk Franklin song all day. You are the only one. Y'all don't know nothing about that. that Y'all don't know nothing anyway. about that. Anyway, <laughs> so let me say this. Let me be serious. I don't believe it's best to stay friends with your ex. ex I, I, me personally, I don't, think, I don't believe that's best. I'm not saying that there's no one in the world who is friends with their ex and it's made sense. I'm just saying I don't believe that's best for you, especially if there was uh, any type of premarital sex involved, then I really don't think that you should do that because it's just too hard. And I'll explain a little bit of my story about I had something kind of similar to this question because uh, I've only had one serious girlfriend besides Pauline and we actually broke up twice. So I've been through two breakups with the same person, but the first time we broke up, we were like, all right, we can still be friends. We were like, we can still be friends, whatever. You know, time passes, we hang out, we end up doing stuff we ain't supposed to do, and then we end up getting back together. Mm, you don't do that stuff with a friend. It was not a friend. Yeah, it wasn't a friend, because I was scheming. Like, so, <laughs> uh -huh. so all that to say, we break up again, and the same thing happens. We break up, and I somehow we both still trying to get back together or whatever. Praise God, the Holy Spirit blocked that. Because here's the thing, and we're going to do a God video. God blocked it. Yeah, we're going to do a video actually about our testimonies, about why we're passionate about relationships at a later date, because we would love for you all to know that. But part of, the, part of the way I came to have faith in Jesus was through my relationship. And God through, told me. Through the dissolution, is that a word? Yeah, you try to throw shade and you not even just it's okay. <laughs> I need so, to say we got this hat on, boy. Okay. Anyway, all up interrupting you, boy. I'm trying I'm trying to share my heart. We're having fun. We're having fun. You know, it's a very heavy topic. It is. But uh all I have to say, so God told me specifically that I need to break up in order to be able to fully pursue him. Now, don't think that I'm some super Christian because I was able to do that. It took me a whole month to obey. I knew I had Some to people, break that's up. not a long time. Some people have <laughs> been in a relationship for years. It, it, took me, break up with. it took me a whole month to finally actually break up. Because I was like, okay, well, maybe if we just stop having sex, like, then we can, then it'll be okay. And I wasn't able to do that's that. That's a word for some of you guys. It's not even always the act, but it's the actual person. Yeah, because here's the thing. It, God was, it was very clear to me that God was like, you're not going to be able to pursue me fully. Because the soul tie that you have with this person is too strong for you to overcome. I was not down. strong enough in my own will to not have sex or not do anything that dishonors God and still pursue him in the way that he wanted me to. I, as much as I wanted to do it, I just could not. I failed so many times uh, and eventually ended up breaking that off. And I've been able to pursue God. And that's not because she was a bad person. It just literally was because I was not able to make that move of not doing things that God didn't want me to do while still being in that relationship. All that to say, long-winded answer, it was not possible for me to still remain friends with her because I was always going to want to talk to her, get to know her, or whatever, 
start dating again. There was always going to be a connection because we did have a past. And that's the thing. I feel like right. this I feel like this person they didn't have a bad breakup. Because I don't know anybody that has a bad breakup. I was just, that, <laughs> and I used to be friends with say, If you guys were really in yeah. love or really, really into each other, you're not gonna want to be friends with. I don't. Guys. I don't think this is a bad breakup because I don't know anybody that has a breakup and wants to be friends with the with their. Oh yeah, must, it might have been like let's take a break or let's just yeah, yeah. you know. But y'all are still dibble dabbling or still flirting or whatever for yeah. sure. So. I think that you you really need that space because the only way to truly get over an ex emotionally because that's what you asked emotionally uh intimacy so i'm assuming there was some premarital sex you're gonna need time space from that person as well as the holy spirit to help you with that sexual baggage because that's a whole different ball game um but even just say you didn't have sex right uh just the emotional ties seeing that person all the time if you still like them like it's gonna be hard for you not to want to connect with them, talk with them, which is gonna be hard for you to actually get over them, which is what you want to do. Because I'm assuming that's why you asked the question. Now, if you still want to be friends with your ex, then you know whatever. But if you're trying to get over this person, I don't see how you're gonna be able to do that. Still being friends with them, and when we say friends, we're not saying if you saw them on the street, you'd be mean to them, right? right. We're saying you're talking to them on a regular on a regular basis. basis. Yeah. Doing life with them, sharing your life with them, them sharing their life with you. Right. Because that's the point why you break up. Obviously, there was something that made you break up. Mm. Um, and here's the thing. Here's why I say you can't be friends is because for some people, it's going to be really hard to be friends with them and not want to get back together. And like I said, you broke up for a reason. And the Bible tells us to guard our heart above all else. Mm -hmm. So when we're guarding something, we have to be extra precautious. Mm -hmm. You know, the president of the United States doesn't just have Secret Service on days there may be threats. He has Secret Service oh. every day, no matter what goes on. Y'all don't lock your doors only on, you know, dangerous nights. Yeah. You lock your door every night. So yeah. what we're trying to say is you can't just, okay, I'm not going to talk to him this week, but next week I can talk to him. Because now you're opening yourself back up to a whole new level of emotions that could come back in through having communication through him. And you're honestly undoing whatever work God has done in or her, your heart. Whatever. Yeah. So you don't want to keep reverting back. And the Bible talks about, you know, dogs going back to their vomit. And you don't want to be a dog eating your own vomit. That's nasty. Yeah, because here's the thing. Especially for me in my situation, like... You have to remind yourself that I'm assuming that maybe you are trying to get closer to God and that's why things didn't work out. But even if that wasn't your case, there may be someone who's watching this who it is. And you have to remember that now that you are living for God, you have been transformed into a new person. Come on. So you're no longer trying to go back to your old ways. Yeah, so good. <laughs> old old boyfriend. Hello. <laughs> you are a new person and God is creating you anew, right? But every oh, time God. you try to go back, to your past now you like pauline said you're undoing all of that work because you are doing things that you just learned not to do or you just learned how to get healthier you just learned how to pursue god but then you go back to something else. And sometimes it's not even that the person's a bad person they're just a distraction sometimes it's not even that the job is a bad job that money is just a distraction because it's taking your time and attention away from pursuing god when he needs that to be your ultimate focus right. in this season and I think that you know this. That's why you put in the question, how detrimental. Um, we don't want anything detrimental. We want the level of detriment in your life to be zero. Now, that's obviously not 
possible because we live in a fallen world. But if there's something like this that you can control, um, God's giving you an opportunity to to control, you know, the distractions in your life. You should absolutely take advantage of it and be a good steward of that because it's, you have to ask yourself, you know, if I broke up with this person and the goal is to stay broken up, I want to move forward. And I'm sure one day you want to get married. Probably not to him because if it was him, why did you break up? But, you know, if that's the case, you don't want to miss out. And I'm not saying break, you know, stay away from him so you could be, you can pay attention to the next guy God's going to bring. But you also, you know, you don't want to, you could be so focused on trying to avoid him and, oh, what does this laugh mean? And what does this text mean when God has a new job for you or a new friend or a new, you know, a new way he wants to use you or a new gift he's trying to cultivate in you. But this person is, you know, a distraction because you're constantly, honestly, looking over your shoulder. And the Bible talks about if you don't put your hand to the plow and look back, if anyone who does that is not fit for the kingdom. Um, so don't look back. Don't look back. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but that's not even what I wanted to say. Is go ahead, yeah. Me? yeah, go ahead. Um, but yeah, I think when I, something that came to mind when you were just sharing your piece um, was this awesome illustration and or analogy that I heard from from Bishop, excuse me, T.D. Jakes, the, the goat, goat. Uh, which My I'm God. sure a lot of you guys know of, uh, know of him. He's incredible. Um, but he, he talks about um, if you make a cake and we actually made cupcakes last night um but if you make a cake or any of you guys who have baked before you make a cake brownies whatever the case is and you mix all the ingredients together in a bowl and you put them in the oven for 20 minutes uh you expect them to come out baked right but if you forget to preheat the oven to 350 or 475 whatever need, whatever temperature it needs to be at and you still put that batter in there and you don't pre you don't heat the oven and you take that batter out, it's going to be the exact same form that soupy batter that it was when you put it in 20 minutes prior, right? Because the environment didn't change. So the substance or the cake or the cupcakes or whatever it is didn't mm. change. Yeah. And if you are the um, the substance that God is mixing together, he's pouring in his Holy Spirit, um, Holy Spirit is leading, he's pouring in these gifts and these anointings to your life, but your environment doesn't change, i.e. you have the same friends as you did before you gave your life to Christ or before you made this um, great life change, you have this revelation, because whatever God, um, you know, does something new in your life, he takes you to a new level, a new elevation, and, you know, for us, we just became parents, um, so that for us, it's a new level of, of no sleep. Yes, it's a new environment. Um, so, you know, we don't do things the same way. We don't sleep the same way uh, as we did beforehand. And, and every level of life that you move on to, whether that be a new tax bracket, whether it be a new um, health status or whatever it is that you have, um, new things are expected. Your environment has to change in order for you to thrive. Also, anybody, I'm not a plant mom. I pray one day I can be, but anybody who is a plant mom or a plant parent, you know the importance of an environment. Um, but I just go back to that cake or that cooking example because I'm sure a lot of you guys have cooked or at least tried to. You know how important it is to have the right temperature for that thing to bake. So for you, if you are saying how detrimental is my friendship 
or my relationship with my ex, it's extremely detrimental. And I would even argue that the friendship you have with your ex isn't actually a friendship. Mm. I would say it's a dysfunctional situationship. Um, and I am going out on a limb because I don't know the details, right. you know, of your, of your, um, of your relationship or of your situation but the fact that you're even asking the question kind of lets me know that there's some dysfunction going on i don't know if you still like him if he still likes you um there's probably a mix of both or whatever um but just be extremely extremely um vigilant and protective of what tim said earlier about your environment if you want to grow in your relationship with god really in any area of your life you want to grow in your career and your health um grow emotionally you know intellectually you have to make sure you're you're curating intentionally your environment and something from your past that you left whether you left him or he left you either way the relationship is over right make sure when that thing is dead it is dead because if you have you know zombies in your relationship or in your in your life in your love life that's not good for you um so i would uh, that's one of the things that i thought about was that analogy of that that picture that uh bishop jakes shared and i hope that that um helps you see that you will not change you will not change unless your environment changes and that might mean for you getting a whole new set of friends just in general um i don't know if i wouldn't be surprised in the situation if you and your ex have some you know the same friends or same friend circle and i um understand the pain of that um similar to tim i had a unhealthy relationship that uh led me to the lord because i was just so broken and so hurt um and i lost all of my friends as a result of that life change um of that breakup and then me giving my life to christ and it was extremely painful but i can tell you um as, as part of my testimony is you know god does not take away anything without replacing it with something 10 times better and i'm not talking Thanks. about tim is yes a part of the he didn't come along till later but i'm talking about the friends that i lost the lord replaced those um with sisters with brothers with people who genuinely care for me and love me um and who have celebrated me and treated me like family and i believe and know that god can do the same for you so don't be afraid to to, to lose those friends because you might think like i know i shouldn't be around my ex like me and my ex aren't friends, but like we have the same friends. So right. I'm around him kind of like indirectly. Um, and even that, like, I don't, for me, if you're like, and just like Tim said, if you really loved this man, and like you said, and like Tim said, I don't know if you guys, you know, were involved sexually or not, but if you were, that makes, it's because essentially you went through a divorce. Um, when you have, when you treat somebody like a spouse, and especially if you're together for years and years, you have sex, you share a place, or if you're sharing, you know, whatever else, you're sharing, you know, hopes and dreams. And we've talked about that. Like, another one of the reasons why I don't encourage people to be kind of friends with their ex is because every time you see them, it's like looking at, like, a corpse. It's like, I'm looking at what was. I'm looking at, you know, dead hopes, dead dreams. Like, I planned my future with this person. If it was a serious relationship. Yeah, that's what it was for me. Like, I thought I was going to marry this guy. And, like, every time I see you, I just look at... I, it feels like failure. And so, like, if... But if you have an ex where, like, y'all were dating for a couple of months and you went on a couple of dates, then, like, it shouldn't be that bad. Um, I mean, if and if that's the situation we're talking about, it shouldn't be that detrimental but if that was the case i think you still need space um to grow and to be a part like if you guys are coming back together five years later then like as friends and like that's probably fine 
But I will say if there was, like, sexual interactions and sin involved. Then no. Yeah, then, like, I, I would never recommend being friends because you're also, there might be a lot of shame associated with that, um, you know, that as well. But if you are going to make a decision for Christ, and if you've already made that decision and you want to grow as much as you possibly can, like, you have to make sacrifices. Like, you cannot, you know, be an uprooted plant in the same old soil and the bible talks about um putting old wine and or putting new wine in old wineskins and you want to make sure that that's that you're offering you know yourself as a living sacrifice and that you know you're allowing god to give you um a new environment because you know that that's what's necessary to grow right and just to to follow up on that just in case somebody's watching is like what the heck does that mean new wineskins old wineskins it's pretty confusing yeah essentially what she's saying is God is not going to be able to pour in all of the new information that he wants you to have in order for you to become the best version of yourself into your old self because that's a waste <laughs> because your old self can't contain all the new information, all the new goodness that God is downloading into you. So you need a new self. That's why God says we're a new creation in Christ Yeah. so that he can pour all of the new stuff in us. So that, that's a little quick breakdown. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, I think also when you are, you know, around your ex, again, a lot of this depends on what your relationship is like with your ex. And I'm really speaking to people who have had, um, well, I mean, she said soul ties. You don't get a soul tie from high-fiving, okay? You get a soul tie from doing stuff you're not supposed to be doing, whether that's physically, sexually, or whether... She said emotional tie, but we're... Or whether, I was going to say, or whether it's you are thinking you're going to marry this person, and you're you're writing your name, Mrs. <laughs> so-and-so, over your notebook, like, that's how you get soul ties, is from going a deep place. You don't get soul ties from just going on a date one time, and you're not liking, you know, his outfit. So, either way... Um, if there's a soul type, there's something deep. So that's what I'm speaking to. Um, I'm not speaking to, you know, people who are like, oh, whatever, you know, it was it was a nothing relationship. Um, but yeah, if you're gonna if you're still gonna be around him as you know, and be friends with him, you will suffer from it. And I'm not saying like it sounds like you're already suffering is it's like kinda hitting in the head. But you're either gonna wonder, like, what if? What if we didn't break up? Um, what if I did this differently? What if he just read his Bible a little bit more? What if this, what if that? Or you're going to start dating other people or he's going to start dating other people. Uh, it's, you know, it's just a matter of who's going to be first. And then you're going to compare. You're going to compare your new boyfriend to him or he's. Or you're going to compare his girlfriend to yourself. Either situation is not healthy. So you want to make sure that there's time. And I think that, like, I wish we would we would know how much time these people have been broken up for. That would help a lot. Again, if it's within the last like two years, I would say you guys need to be away from each other um, and not be friends. But if this is something like five years has gone by and you've had a lot of time of separation um, and there has been like a shift in your mindset, then perhaps. But I would even then just like it's not necessary. Um, there's always gonna, it's going to be constantly like scratching an old wound and it's just not fun. Um, you'll always have a scar if it's a deep relationship or something, you know, that was important to you. Um, but I would just don't torture yourself. Don't torture yourself. God, I, I hate my mom always says like, oh, there's more fish in the sea. I hate that. It's true though. Um, but it's not worth your emotional health and your mental health and your spiritual uh, maturity and progression to just be friends with somebody um that you know is honestly probably not a good friendship or healthy friendship to begin with
this was good. Definitely, and we'll say this too, right? A lot of things that we say on this podcast, you're not going to be able to do in your own strength. Oh, so, none of it. So none please of it. please don't, please don't leave this and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna just do this all on my own. Like, no, like, pray, say, God, I need you to help me through this. God, I need you to send me the right friends who can hold me accountable. God, I need you to send me whatever you need in order to make this next step. Don't try to do this on your own. Yeah. Make sure that you use Holy Spirit, who is the helper that God sent for us. So definitely don't do this on your own. This has been the newest episode of the W Podcast. If you liked it, make sure you go and hit that subscribe button. Also, if you want to check out some of our other content, go ahead and do that now. And we will see you guys next week on the W Podcast.